Welcome to the Sad Boys, a podcast about feelings and other things also. I'm Jarvis. And I am Jordanius Copius, and the Norse god of having a nice time with your friends. Hi, was it Jord... Could you say your name again? My name? Uh, yeah, like... Just because I'm sure you you know it, yes. like you could. I just said, definitely why repeat. I know my own name? You just said it, so it you would figure, be so easy to do. It would, yeah. Uh, for I have known it my entire existence, which is longer than that of eternity. Right. Um. It. I know it started with Jor. Jor. Jordanium. Oh. Jordaniums. Mm, okay. Jordanium name and anyway I'm a god don't question me Jordan- Jarvis for that I I send you to Hades and I curse you with a thousand years of making a nice podcast with your friend Jordan what honestly this is what I expected oh I think he's arriving right now hey what's up hey uh just hanging out with what was your name again hmm my name Oh, you know it by now, surely. Maybe you could say it. It's, uh, it's Jorvacatrix Corpulent Porpoises. That's exactly right. Anyway, I'm going to be just sort of in the background. You guys have fun with your little show. Okay, but, yeah. Uh, we'll be just, here for a thousand years. And be careful, because, like, the flames that are emanating yeah, from uh, you oh, are watch out. Oh, my God, burning the cat's uh, so sorry. his couch. And the cat's gone. Well. Oh, uh, well. I will reward you with another when you complete your thousand years of podcast evidence. Thousand years? Yeah, a thousand years of podcasts. Wow. Okay. All right, well, I'll, I'll just be All in right. the corner. I Peace like the out. show. I'll give it five stars on Peace iTunes. out, Gordo. Hey, man, who was that? Um, his name, specifically, what was his name? It was, uh, you know, I think it was Alec Baldwin. It was Alec Baldwin. <laughs> yeah. It sounded a lot like Alec Baldwin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, kind of help. Oh, he was doing, a little aggressive. He's doing his job. full of himself. <laughs> this is fun. And he was yeah. flaming hot. It wasn't the voice. It was more the temperament that yeah, yeah, <laughs> was the being t- Alec Baldwin. Like, I couldn't remember much about him except for he had a very Alec Baldwin-like temperament. Am I, remember, am I right in thinking that every Baldwin's bad? Is that a thing that is the case? Yeah, I mean, that's the mnemonic for remembering things about the Baldwins. It's just yeah. Baldwins are bad. <laughs> Baldwins are bad, which stands for Baldwin are bad. Baldwins are bald. Baldwins are bald. Bald and, they and win. bad. All they do is win. Ba- all they do is bald. Welcome to Baldwin cast. <laughs> I'm Stephen Baldwin, one of them. And I'm Alec Baldwin. Hey, bro. That's pretty good. I that didn't was, know I had an Alec Baldwin. I didn't know you had an Alec Baldwin I could maybe either. channel that into a Trump. You can, yeah, you can probably turn that into, <laughs> Give it a go. Give it Two a go. Two steps away. Okay, wait. Give me a Trump line. Um, you know all of his lines. You have that Tumblr all about how you're a big fan of him. Uh, no. Um, I've... Who's that? <laughs> um, Trump, like Donnie Trump? Ch- Ch- China. Was that it? Ch- uh, it? Yeah, no, that's his famous line. China. China. Changes. Time to when Donald Trump was the conductor of a train. He's much more progressive than China. So is this is this too much for an intro? Quite possibly. Boys are back in town. That was actually quite good. Thanks, yeah, dude. we're we're back. We're back in action. Um, we were uh, late last week. Uh, well, the boy was out of town. Jordan was out of town. I didn't have time to edit the show. You were out of emotional town. I was out of emotional town. I was in um, I was in my brain town. You were just locked in sort of emotional deadlock. Didn't yeah, have the just juices. watching a lot of comedians in cars getting coffee. Oh yeah, yeah. How is it? so? Here's the thing that I have an issue with those shows, right? And I want to know if it stretches to you as well. That kind of content, that kind of uh, one-on-one intensive engagement, yeah, I can handle for hours in podcast form, yeah, or minutes in YouTube video form, yeah, mid-length uh, AV experience, I, I get bored with. Well, what's your experience like when you watch a video podcast? Like if yeah, because because that 
I, I, I can watch that for like the amount of time that I can. Well, I've never watched a video podcast without some alternative education. Like I'm playing a video game and on a second monitor, ah, I have a video see, podcast see, or something like that. But that is a good point. I mean, I suppose if I went to a live show, I'm basically just watching a video well, so podcast. The reason I say that is because Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee feels to me like a podcast that is just heavily edited. Okay. Because it's just... Like they shot for 20 hours. <laughs> they, they shoot for probably so long. Like, you know, a coffee conversation, it's got to be like 45 minutes. And then they're driving around a bunch and having conversation. And it's probably not dead air in the meantime, you know? Yeah. And so I imagine they're just cutting out the highlights, which is easier to follow on video than it would be on a podcast. Like if you heard the audio of it, it just wouldn't... It would be it wouldn't so go. much inertia, different environments, different yeah, soundscapes. And they, and they utilize a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of narrative techniques to like transition like topics. Like they do tons of like I was watching one with Trevor Noah and they cut to b-roll of like a barista making coffee like nine times and I'm like you know this implies that they drink nine (laughs) cups of coffee right and that did not happen certainly not um but that would make for an interesting show overly caffeinated comedians in cars getting coffee anxious comedians (laughs) regretting their statements regretting their drinks um what is your max load of coffee Jarvis how much can you handle before you go off the handle um, well, you know, I, it used to be about three cups a day. Jesus. And now because I am taking a like stimulant medication for my ADHD, I can't drink a single cup of coffee. Oh, zero. You're all decaf. It, I'm all decaf because decaf has about, uh, you know, a 10th to like a 20th of the caffeine in regular coffee and about a third of that in green tea. Uh, I've done my research because I'm a caffeine boy. Yeah. And and I was like, I really like the ritual of drinking coffee. So I wanted to still be able to do it. So nowadays I get decaf coffee twice a day that I drink half of roughly. And I can detect Mm. the caffeine. It's pretty wild because we formerly pretty desensitized. Yes, but the way that like my medication works and the way that uh, coffee works is that like stimulants work in one of two ways. Now this is like a uh, this is a chemistry lesson. I was imagining like fun Bill Nye music in the yeah. So so stimulants work in two ways. Uh, one like increases the production of neurotransmitters like um like dopamine and all that jazz mm-hmm. in your brain, and the other type increases the effectiveness of receptors for those neurotransmitters and all of my ADHD medication does like one side of it and the caffeine does the other so if I drink caffeine while I'm taking this medication my receptors are like extra big and I have extra uh, neurotransmitters like flowing oh yeah so it is it if I drink coffee, I'm in the movie Crank, and it feels like my heart is going to stop. Like, that's yeah. how intense it is. So you, it's basically like putting on aftershave after you shave. Yeah. All the pores are more open than ever, yeah, and the yeah. substance on your face is sharper than ever. It's, uh, I, when I was in this, like, in the dating phase for, like, ADHD medications, I was trying a bunch. I was, like, doing the Adderalls and the what have you. Um, and all of them were bad, except for, like, what I f- landed on, which, like, works for me. I did not have this judgment that I now have about my caffeine intake. And it caused me, I had to go home sick multiple days while I was tested, uh, while I was learning like what ADHD medication was going to work for me. Cause you were over caffeinating yourself with, with a sip of, co- with like a little, like tiny, like sip of coffee. Oh, I, I took like, I like drank a green tea in the middle of the day one day when I was like on Adderall and it felt like my heart was going to jump out of my <laughs> chest. And like that, like people don't, 
like uh, I understand like people who like make fun of people who drink decaf, but I have to drink decaf now if I want any coffee at all. That makes yeah, yeah that's yeah, completely yeah. valid. It, yeah, 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 it I, is. You know what? Fuck you. If you judge people for drinking decaf, that's the exact same camp of people that judges you for your favorite TV preferences, that judges you for your favorite music. Just, you don't have to do the same thing to respect another human being. Yeah, totally, totally. So outside of spending time with your good friend Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld, a show that we've definitely watched, um, how else was your week, Joyce? My week has been pretty good. I'm still feeling really positive, really optimistic, um, feeling like a lot of agency uh, about like being able to achieve the goals that I want. The lows have been few and far between. And Dude, I editing Jarvis put in some claps and applause, please. Yeah. That's great. That's I'm, a really I'm cool really thing. excited about it. And yeah, so we are still out of what is known in Sad Boys lore as the Dark Trilogy. Dark Trilogy. Um, the Burnout Trilogy. The Burnout Trilogy, where Jordan and I burned ourselves out and then went on vacation separately <laughs> for two weeks. Yep. And and Jordan, I haven't seen you in so long, man. You've like been, that, huh? You've been on vacation a lot. Sure have. I've been on a bit of a staycation and then a bit of a trip for a wedding, which was so amazing. Love to the people involved. I want a bit of a wedding cake, Jarvis. You are. Just came off of a wedding. Erica talked about weddings last week. As a result, I have a question for you, my friend. Okay. Do you have a dream destination location for your own wedding. Oh, interesting. I don't like know if I would do a destination wedding. I think it asks a lot of the people who are going to be going to the oh, wedding. You think people are going to attend your wedding? <laughs> yeah, well. Oh, I have some sour news for you, friend. I. Uh, how do you already know? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. How about you? Like a place or thing I'd want to do? Place. I fall into the same camp as you, but at the same time, if budget's not an issue, I'll take a Mars wedding. Mars? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Like a Mars All right. I like how you're uh you acknowledged like my concern, which mm. is like taking up people's time. And then and made it you, the hardest possible You chose thing. a location that takes years to travel yeah. to. Well, I'm taking that time where I'm not. Yeah, can you take uh all of the vacation? <laughs> like like could you just quit your job to come I mean, to my wedding? Yeah, would you be able to just miss out on your children's early life to come see me tie the knot? Yeah, yeah, and it's on like, the red planet. Could you like I don't know, risk your life to even get there. <laughs> this uh, is the first civilian manned vessel to Mars, I should mention. Oh, the first yeah, one. Yeah, it's super dangerous. Wow, Almost, wow. We are 100% guaranteed not able to go back. That's a thing yeah, we definitely yeah, yeah. can't a, do. That's true. Going there, 25% success rate. But, it was, but it, free canapes. Free what? At the wedding. There'll be free canapes. The rest of the food will be charged what is for. That? It's like an appetizer. I... I, I'm, I you learn something new every day. How? What is that word that you said? Canapé. Canopy? Canopy. Canopy. Can yes, canopy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what is happening right now? As I did that gravelly voice, I started to slip back to uh, the Norse god of having chill hangouts. Yeah, I thought you were going to transform into the Pokemon Caterpie. <laughs> canopy. I was like, Caterpie. And I was like, mm, all right, that's just a Pokemon. Go, Canopy. Give me a nice setting during a rainy afternoon. So it's funny that you mentioned like all this wedding stuff because today our topic is actually we're getting married yeah well it's happening i mean you took the words right out of your mouth <laughs> i needed a green card Jarvis was obliging I, he doesn't know about it yet so um today our topic is a a sequel episode it's a bit of a follow-up 
Yeah, that's right, everybody. The topic well has run dry. <laughs> we're out of ideas. We're we're completely bankrupt. We don't know how to do this show anymore, so we're just going back to the well. To be more of a glass half full kind of guy, <laughs> we're revisiting the 36 questions to fall in love. Now, yes. for those longtime listeners of the show, we tackled four of the 36 questions in the very first episode of Sad Boys. And for posers who haven't listened to every episode of the show, turn it off. Turn it off right now. Yeah, but we don't need you to go listen back to that. We're just going to pick three new questions, and Jordan's going to ask them to me, and uh, Jordan will also answer them as well, but yeah, I'll be a good time. time. Uh, it was the, all the questions were a surprise to me. This time, you have not seen the questions. That's true. So we're getting the rawest possible response from Jarvis. Um, I myself have already forgotten what I chose, so you'll be getting a pretty raw response from me as well. Well, that's um, how the cookie crumbles. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> it's how the cookie crumbles. Uh, we should say, if you're listening and you have an answer to this question play along at home tweet us as you listen to it don't even wait till the episode's uh, don't even wait till the episode's over use your rawest most exciting thoughts as they come which which i'm sure will be interesting at least more interesting than me and jarvis we've really got nothing going on but before we get to that we have the second edition (gasps) of our very new segment jordan play the theme music it's a show and it's this is part of and it's part of the show it's pen pals it's pen pals with a z with a z uh so pen pals jordan i've heard from uh, some of our listeners that the rules on pen pals are not very clear <laughs> what do they mean uh <laughs> you mean so, that ad where we just said the name of the show wasn't enough to explain how it works so pen pals is a part of the show where we hear from you the listener yeah, you can send us a voice recording via the Twitters or the Facebooks, or you can send us a message, or you can send us an email directly to sadboyspod at gmail.com. But the basic idea, no matter where it comes from, is that we want to hear your thoughts on a topic we do, or something completely unrelated. You can be super weird. Yeah, so that spans all of Things. the possibilities. Yes. <laughs> Essentially, if Sad Boys has inspired you in any way, we want to hear from you. Because chances are you're a lot more eloquent and interesting than either of us, so it will make the podcast much better. And it makes us feel so much more connected to it's neat. all of you out there. Yeah, We've only had two. We're about to present the second, but we've only had two so far, and each one is like by far the favorite thing we've ever done on this show. It's so fun. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's so much fun, and it, we've, we've gotten to know a lot of um, the listeners digitally. And, um, and if you've been sitting on the idea of sending us a message, like a voice recording or a text or whatever, and you're like... Like, well, they might not read it or they might not respond to it. We will 100% read it and will 100% respond to it. I promise we can do that. Yeah. And maybe in future episodes, I'll set up a voicemail number if people are into that. That'd be fun. Yeah. So our pen pal today is Brie. The Brie. Brianna KB? Brianna? I don't... Um... Well, I Brianna. Mean, after this, <laughs> After this success, she's no longer any of those. She's just sad. Sadbury. Her new name is Sadbury. Yes. Sadbury is actually kind of a dope name. Change your Twitter handle and message us right now. So Brie was inspired by our bullies episode oh, to, cool. to, to write in, but uh, she has a great opening message. So I'm going to read, I'm going to read that and then I'm going to abridge some of the other stuff. And I have not heard this. I have no idea what the context is. Jordan has no idea what the I context is. It's amazing. Uh, for those of you following along at home, Jarvis 
runs ninety eight percent of the Sad Boys pod account of any oh any Sad Boys related thing. Yeah, and uh, uh, and so sometimes I'll check the Twitter, and Jordan will have liked a tweet, and <laughs> and that's about. But he's not; he has no awareness it, of any of the DMs. And that's but, exciting because then you get to see that and go like, oh, cool, he's alive. Thank he, no, no, that's true. That's uh, that's how I check up on you. Uh, but it is fun because I will send, I will take screen caps and like send them to Jordan, and I know I, I know how to meet Jordan where he is. I, yeah. I know how to I know how to get the right things in front of his eyes. I know he's probably in Phil's right now, sipping yeah. about halfway through an Istanbul treat, which is where it reaches that perfect level or of temperature. Or he's like standing right between the compost and the recycling bin. <laughs> a single tear rolling down his yeah, cheek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, so I, I should clarify. I read every message, but I pretty much always let you read them first. Because yeah, yeah, I know yeah. that if you read them first, you might do something with them and be more functional. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Because you're saving me the... Um, the unread. The unread. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's really nice because I try to respond to everything. I've been... I'm the cheesy one. Let's just say it. And so I'm the one who gets really sentimental and uh, and wants to talk to everybody. Yeah. So Which I want to do more of, actually. I want to officially apologize to the fam and say... I'd like to be more loving and caring to you. I'm too sardonic on the Twitters. It's okay, Jordan. Uh, I can deliver this information f- to you. And also, like, give yourself a break, man. It's okay. Okay. Um, uh, hey, that's the new subtitle of Sad Boys. Give yourself a break. The last time Jordan apologized, uh, a lot of people were like, I don't understand why Jordan felt the need to say sorry. I think oh. Jordan's a little hard on himself. <laughs> that, was, that was really one of the sweetest things ever. But one, of my, one of my all-time favorite episodes and responses, that was the New Year's app, I believe. Oh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we've, we've really had a journey. Okay, so Brie writes... Hey, boys, with a Z, so Brie knows what's up. As my dear friend, young Tyler May mentioned, I'm a big fan of the pod. We don't need to talk about how fast I zoomed through all your episodes, but as I did so, I was like, wow, I should do all these homework assignments and then send them all together at once after I've caught up, which is what I did in many of my classes, most semesters in college. I identify with that, Brie. Brie, major thumbs up. One after my own heart. Um, I can tell she's a rebel, and that makes me happy, because I always hoped her demo would be, like, cool, edgy people. But I also like the optimism, which is something that I have as well, which is like, (laughs) I'm just going to do all of this. Yeah. I'm going to do all the work. Reach for the clouds, land on the mountain. Love that. Yeah, reach for the clouds, land on the couch. (laughs) (laughs) Reach reach for the clouds, miss the clouds, get in a plane, fly home. (laughs) You're dreaming. (laughs) You're still sleeping. It's 3 (laughs) p.m. Why did you go to bed so early? (laughs) It's Monday. (laughs) Um, uh, But then she goes on to say... But I didn't do any of the homework. Also like college. Fuck yeah, Bree. I feel that. I'm a big fan of Bree's brand. So when Bree was in elementary school, there was a boy who lived across the street from her and she hated him and he hated her and they didn't ever address or no, she doesn't remember why. Okay. Um, and one day... God, again, another part of her brand I completely relate to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm no, so on board, I, I don't remember much about my own past. Yeah. I, ha- I, I don't know if you have this experience, Jordan, but I'm often being told by other people things that I said and did sure, in the past. Yeah. And I'm like, sounds like me, but I have no recollection whatsoever. Sure. I either did that or you've really captured my voice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, Charles, remember when we played in the snow and rolled around and said we were best friends forever? And I'm like... No, but there's a photo, so I do agree that it happened. Um, Jarvis, do you remember that time that you gave me some really sage advice about a relationship I was having, and at the same time you uh, like cracked your knuckles in a very specific way? I'd be like, well... I do do that. Yeah. I, <laughs> You've got most of the pieces there. Yeah, that, dis- the that describes behavior that I typically associate with myself. Yeah, and I was wearing uh, track shorts and a cardigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds about yeah. right. And you said, I'm Jarvis, before <laughs> you started speaking. Um, so one day, 
Young Brie. So, to, to recap, Brie has a nemesis and she doesn't understand why. Brie has an unknown nemesis. Sad Brie. Sad uh, Brie Brie has an unknown nemesis. And one day, now she rode the bus to and from school because, like, lived in the same neighborhood as this guy. Sure. Homeboy punches Brie in the face. <laughs> what? Yeah. Just randomly out of the blue, he punches Brie in the face. Okay. Um, and Bree says, "Sorry, not okay." Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like that's okay as <laughs> in like acknowledging I'm acknowledging it. the truth. Yeah, sorry. I want to be like, crystal clear about that. That's great. Big thumbs up. Yeah. And so Bree was inspired by our bullies episode, great, to go find out who this guy was. What? And so Bree tweeted us actually a a photo of her texting her mom like what was the name of that guy who like lived in the uh in the neighborhood who face punched me in puncher, the face. that guy. And then she goes on to find him on Facebook. And we're not going to say his name Whoa. on the pod. We're not going to say his name on the pod because this is a developing story because young Bree doesn't know seat. if she should send him a friend request. Oh my days. And, and I'm here to say the reason that we are talking about this today is that sad Bree, we need to know, <laughs> we need to know why this young man uh, punched you in the face. Bree, nobody has ever buried a bigger hatchet in their entire life. Nobody has ever dug a hole big enough to put a hatchet that big in it. You have to do it. She also linked the Facebook profile of the bully. Oh, and his social security number. Yeah, it's weird how she found all that so easily. Is that a vial of his blood? Um, she Now, Bree does have some, some comments about... Uh, <laughs> about him but i'm gonna i'm gonna save i'm gonna save this stuff um but all all we need to know all the audience needs to know is that brie got punched in the face by this guy okay jarvis has pulled up a picture of this man and brie i hate to be the bearer of bad news but there's no way it was him just it, looking at his face he it's he's too cute he's too nice he, he can't have done this i'm so sorry there's no way there's no way that he punched you as a child i know it for sure <laughs> no i i actually real talk <laughs> it totally looks like he did it <laughs> in yeah. fact his second facebook post is i did it and i don't know what that's in reference Wait, to and it's him holding up his fist towards the camera yeah, yeah it's holding it up to a yearbook he's on a bus yeah this doesn't make any sense it's, uh, it's i remember middle school you know what's nuts is that well actually i'll leave this with brie I'm curious to see whether he can recall it. Now, there's always the chance that he pretends he doesn't remember when you reach back out to him. So you're getting ahead of me. So now Brie goes on to say that she hasn't added him as a friend yet, and she doesn't think she will. Brie. But maybe next time I'm drunk with my roommates, I'll think it's the perfect time to virtually confront my earliest known enemy. And if so, she'll let us know how it goes. Brie. Go and buy yourself a fifth of vodka, take down it, it in one, and send that man a message immediately. Take a drink. But I mean, like, think uh, of the content. Think of the Sad Boys podcast when you do All it. All right. So, first, let me say drink responsibly. Right. Second, you have to add this guy and tell us. <laughs> you have to confront him because now everyone wants to know why he punched you in the face. Bree, this isn't about you anymore. This is the story of a nation. This is the story of America. It belongs to all of us. <laughs> it has transcended Bree. It has transcended Sad Bree. Sad Bree, the pen pal, thank you so much for writing in. If you want your message or voice message featured in Pen Pals, just send us a thing. Yeah, if you are in the mood to have us doubt the validity of whether or not a small man punched you based on how round and cute his face now is, Go ahead and message us. I have to. I, I have to guess it was round and cute back then as well. <laughs> Even more so. Yeah, perfectly circular. He at was the time. just. He was just a sphere. <laughs> His entire body was a single round cute yeah, face. He, he, he he rolled into Brie 
with his fist. Do you think this is maybe why they were nemeses? She had a perfectly triangular face. Oh, oh my god! It's a primary shape showdown. <laughs> primary shape down. Primary shape down. Um, Brie, you're my favorite person in the world. Brie is a great is a great supporter of the show. And now it's time for our topic. We do, we do. Yeah, is what? that the theme song? We do, we, we do, do. Uh, we do, do, do. Show topic. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the music writers ran out of money near the end. <laughs> so we're doing three of the thirty six questions from the New York Times thirty six questions to fall in love. My hope this time being that it officially makes everybody listening fall in love with anybody that they're near. For those who haven't been with us since the very first episode, we did a couple of these questions in the very first Sad Boys. Mm-hmm. I asked Jordan the questions. Today, Jordan's going to be asking me the questions. Today, I'm in control. Jarvis, lie down on the ground. I sit in the chair this time. You weren't wearing all that leather when I got in here. And here's my helmet. Oh, the god's back. Wow. <laughs> Why are you wearing a full suit of armor? <laughs> it's because I'm in charge. I'm the king. Give me my crown. Right, you are Caterpie after all. Yeah, my crown is your glasses. Give me your glasses. Your crown is made of, I was going to say spiderweb, but that's a different... My crown's made of XLR cables. <laughs> wow, he's the king of podcasting. Uh, so, we have three very, very hot questions, and I encourage anybody listening to tweet at us as they hear the questions and come up with their own answers. Um, another thing you should probably include in the tweet is, I don't know, hashtag love. Yeah, also thanks so much everyone who's been uh sharing the show with your twitter followers and with your friends like it means the world to us because we are two busy boys and we have a hard time right now promoting the show and we think we've got something it's and it's been growing basically entirely because of those people yeah all the new listeners come from people sharing the show and it means a lot and we love you very much so much and that was just a little bit of gratitude that was cool. This, this is nice. Yeah, this is nice. Everybody listening, just lie down on the ground and soak in this moment for a little while. Jarvis will edit in 400 minutes of silence. Yeah, this is now this is now Headspace, <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> Take a little time. Jarvis, we have some questions for love today. Okay. And I'm going to kick it off with number one. What, if anything, is too serious to be joked about? Quick reminder that these are questions that will make two people fall in love. Yes. Typically, they're reserved for significant others or people who are dating seriously. And that's essentially what Jordan and I are doing as podcast co-hosts. I would say functionally speaking, being podcast co-hosts is not that far from being in a relationship. Which is exactly the conversation we had in October when we did this the first time. Yeah. And I think that's true. Like, and it's grown since then. That was us. That was like our first date. Yeah, we didn't even know what we were getting ourselves into. And now it sort of feels like, uh, much like a relationship, we have to make time for it. Yeah. And that's of an element of stress. Like, it's not stress-free having to make the time, but the right. time is always valuable. Always. It's like, you know, if there was ever a point where we both, or at least one of us, just hated doing the show... That's when we break up. But right now, this is date night, baby. This is date night. This is date night. And you know how when you normally go on a date, and you have d- to come up with a topic for the date? And normally date nights would be private, but we're <laughs> joined by a bunch of emotional voyeurs. Whoa, that's a crazy term. I don't like that, Jarvis. Oh, sorry. Emotional perverts. Thank you. Oh, thank goodness. That was so strange. Gosh. <laughs> we don't want our fans identifying as emotional voyeurs. We want them to have the much worse name. So the question one is, what if anything is too serious to joke about? Now, you can interpret this oh. as just being kind of casual oh. and applying levity to something right. or it could be literally I have a knock knock about this tragedy you know so I actually I actually think it's complicated I don't think that absolutely speaking anything is too serious to be joked about because of the power that humor can have to heal yeah um, but what I do think um, is that not everybody can joke about everything 
Sure. Because uh, if you are making, if you experience a trauma in your life and you deal with that with comedy and with humor, maybe dark humor, I don't want to take that away from you. But if you are making light of a situation that is painful to someone else, but have not, but do not identify with that situation yourself, and you're simply just trying to ruffle feathers and trying to be interesting with how edgy you are, sure. that's like where I get off the, the train. Dude, I could not agree more. I think there's often this weird misinterpretation of like, comedy's an open medium and you shouldn't ban anything, zero censorship. You know, on a fundamental level, I 100% agree. We shouldn't limit the comedic conversation around any topic. But also, comedy has a pragmatic side to it, right? Yeah. Like, you're a stand-up doing a show because you want the most people to laugh and you want to express your art and express your opinions in the process. If you're in a small group, maybe a party and you're all hanging out, you're making a joke partially to make yourself look good, but also largely to incite a lot of laughter and joy and positivity. Totally. If your joke is like engendering net negative emotion just for you to validate like an opinion you have on something just don't you don't need to even like oftentimes it's not even validating opinions it's like i just want to be cool and edgy that's my brand yeah but um i will say that what you said is in line with like my belief and what i learned in improv which is like punching up versus punching down sure uh like you never want to be punching down and punching down means like there is someone who feels pain at the end of your of your comedy. Yeah. And and that's that's not okay to me. But I think that there are so many opportunities for comedy even in the face of horrible circumstance if you are tactful. And I think that it's even more amazing when you can you can be cognizant of it's just it's very showy and easy to to just shock with, I mean that's with your the keyword, right? Ease. It is easy to go for the shock joke or to go for like the poorly crafted shock joke because the worst part about it is what you're doing when you make a joke like that that you didn't really put the time into and is not really getting a great reception but you just did it for the initial shock is you're robbing somebody else of the opportunity to make the good joke. Every time somebody does that, it's like, oh, you've spent the currency we had. We yeah, can't yeah, make yeah. that many jokes about this thing but if we are going to make one, it should probably resonate with people and have some kind of insight. That's why in my mind... I have never seen a click hole or onion article that went too far. Yeah. But yeah, I have yeah. seen click hole or onion articles the day after a mass shooting. Yeah. But it's it's done with reverence and as you say, punching up, but also like genuine authority. Like it's written I, with an understanding of the scenario and with insight. My favorite example of this and it's it's like it's criticizing a horrific event, but I think it doesn't it doesn't punch down to the um to the victims of anything it, it it is the comedy is about the tragedy and about being self-critical sure. and about being better and it's an onion headline that um is posted very often after every mass shooting which is no way to prevent this says only country where this regularly happens yeah, yeah. like i think that that is such an incredible critique of like the way that we address a lot of these like situations in the u.s well it's using comedy as a dialect not just as a uh, refrain from seriousness like yeah. oh it's comedy it's light it's here to make me laugh and here to make me forget instead it says okay comedy has a kind of tricky weird somewhat backwards way of communicating information but can do it just as poignantly if done well well comedy 
and and this is to speak to like some of the like comedy greats like um uh chris rock has said this and really anybody getting a car yeah anybody anybody who's who's gotten in a car for some coffee has said this but comedy is very much like law it's very much like mathematical proofs you have a a high you have an argument that you're making and then you prove it and oftentimes that argument is like what makes the comedy is how hard it is to immediately agree with the statement and that's like what's really cool it's like i'm gonna say this statement and it's like Oftentimes it's like something really salacious, like you should hit your kids and, and then it's never really that that's not, that's not the point, but it's like, I've lost you and now I'm going to build a case for why, uh, I'm right. I'm placing an audience in one place so that I may take them to another as opposed to just, oh, you're in that place. Well, I'm just going to say this thing over in this place. Yeah. 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 And I think what that serves to do is, um, shine a light on a subject and allow you to look at it from a different view, which is like comedy in a lot of ways is pointing out the obvious. Like when you, when you make a joke, it's like, Oh, that's true. Right. Um, but in other ways it is looking at something from a different perspective and you're being brought to a new perspective. And I think that that is the power of of comedy. Um, have you ever had a edgy comedy phase in your life? Were you ever the edgy joke guy? I, care too much about offending people and i'm so deathly afraid of it that i don't even know i like want to make edgier jokes but i don't know that they won't be like my friends will go no you just went too far you're too sure, yeah and, and and i uh and so like my I, I i like try to be i think my my challenge is like i want there are types of comedy that would be easy for me to do but i'm like what how can i be happy and uplifting and critiquing and funny like that is hard and it's not like i want to give myself an extra challenge but it is in line with like how i want to exist in the world so it's like my cross to bear a bit sure i mean like any other dialect comedy is just a method of expressing who you are yeah be it through like a bit more of a cryptic method than normal communication but if that's the goal then you start representing yourself with a kind of comedy that you don't really align with but makes you feel edgy and on the on the fringe then you're gonna stay on the fringe you're not gonna feel like you're actually expressing yourself like i'm someone who loves a lot i love a lot of things i love a lot of people and i want it to be possible for me to communicate my critiques with uh, from a place of love yeah like i wanted to be like i love you but like homie let's talk about how you know your place is always a mess when i be showing up and it's like (laughs) damn you true that does sound just like me (laughs) damn you true jarvis um so jordan how about you and also we should probably speed this up because i we got real into it on comedy which i'm glad we did deep in the cut but uh uh, we're gonna just fire through we're gonna uh we're gonna keep fire well, we don't have to fire through, but we'll just be brisk. Yeah, that feels good. I would say at a high level, no. I don't think there is anything too serious to be joked about. It's all about the method, the dialect, the approach. I agree, which is, I think, a very mediated response. It's like hard to disagree with, but <laughs> people will disagree. So Just try. And if you're going to do it, pen pals us. I'll read it. Yeah. I'll get in there. Yeah. Uh, so I've, got, oh, we love being wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have to be because we it happens a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's <laughs> We've like, acclimatized That's an amazing thing. Wrong. Yeah, teach us something. Like, we would love to be, like, we would love to continue to learn because that's how we're going to get better. I feel like we can only provide so much insight on this question because of our backgrounds and, and like, uh, cultural 
preferences, but that's going to be the case for everyone. Yeah. Every single person, regardless of your background, history, approach to comedy, whatever, is going to have just as valid and just as limited a perception on that. Exactly, so yeah. hit us up, pen pals with a Z. And if you leave out the Z, then going straight into the trash bin. <laughs> Unfortunately, it goes straight into the trash to continue the trash tale of Jarvis Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes straight into... I print it out and put it in my trash. <laughs> I put it in my neighbor's tr- recycling bin. <laughs> Don't tell them that on the show. Okay, okay. He listens every week. Every week. That's what he thinks I'm doing. Question two. If you could wake up tomorrow having gained one quality or ability, what would it be? Now, that's an interesting... Distinction? Yeah. Ability <laughs> like, or Like, do you mean, like, quality? supernatural ability? Yeah, like, I can either have bone claws or be kind of patient with my close friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you can either uh, read a book simply by touching it <laughs> or exercise restraint. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to imagine those are, like, achievable abilities that sure. real people have. Um, though I really do today. I was thinking like, I would save so much time if I could just touch books and read them. <laughs> like that's a, that's a thing that like doesn't break the world to yeah. have, but I really, really want. Okay. With those parameters, we'll each do a, I want a ability that exists in the natural world that I could just gain through training yeah, or yeah, something yeah. else, or maybe not even train, just genetics yeah, that I don't yeah. have that I would like, or at plus, here is a semi-supernatural ability that doesn't actually break the world, but is a thing that would make my life a lot easier. And things that would break the world, like time travel would break the world. Sure. Like things, fly, uh, even Anything that would brand you as a superhero and fundamentally change culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I could... Uh if I, if I could read all the books, it would just be like I was smart. But I think it would just save me a lot of time and make me like feel really good about what I was able to get done. It makes you really, really, really good at a thing you already do, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's like all I really want in the world. Yeah. Uh, and so there's that. And then in terms of uh, in terms of something that is not supernatural, I think I would love to. And this is a journey that I'm currently on. So maybe. I was going to say maybe this is cheating, but I mean, we're able to develop abilities. I, I mean, I am scoring you at the end, but you can right, feel free well, to fudge um, this one. I, I would love to be more internally validated. Wow. I would love to care far less about other people's opinions and far more about my internal sense of self. Now, I'm interested. Do you feel like that is a, I mean, that's certainly a quality, but do you feel like you know the source of that not being the case? Or is it just is it more nuanced than that? Like you can't determine it, you only know that it isn't there. I think well, it's something I'm working on actually with my therapist, but I think the root of it is very far back in my past. You right. know, like a lot of these like hang ups are. In the formative years. In the formative years. And I think that I was just very celebrated as like a young a young one. And I became accustomed to like being the best and right. getting all the praise and stuff. People like me when I'm this. Yeah, yeah, and I think that um, that led me down a long path of looking for other people's validation uh, because it would give me the praise that like I fed off of, and only recently have I even had a taste of what it would be like if I kind of just like ran on my own and like didn't need anyone else, and that's where I want to be, and it's something I'm like working on actively. Um, I think that you need a mix of internal and external validation. You know, we've said previously, I think mm. on the social anxiety episode where it's like a baby doesn't come out 
fully inter yeah <laughs> a baby doesn't come out of the womb saying i am myself whole <laughs> <laughs> baby uh, doesn't come out and go i like hanging out with people but really i need to recharge at home yeah yeah and and, and so like but i think there's a balance there and i i don't like where my um where my top i don't like where my stats are <laughs> are right now <laughs> sure you've got some in agility but mostly in external agility yeah, yeah, yeah i'm like a glass cannon so to speak so i've like <laughs> got really high attack stats but really low defenses oh, a classic dps yeah, yeah, yeah i've got really good dps <laughs> Gotta but respect I'm, that. yeah i'm just like paper when you like you can just rip me up so jordan how about uh how about you what is your supernatural ability and then what is your like more mundane regular ability that is basically just like a shortcut on personal growth <laughs> sure um i mean the thing that i would love to be able to do that wouldn't fundamentally change the world but would make my day-to-day -day process a lot easier and this is pretty big so let me know if this is too out there okay i i, I i'm I'm kind of pensive about this. I don't know if it's a good idea or not. I think it would really limit my ability to relate to other human beings. But I've always loved the idea of eliminating sleep as a oh, thing that fuck. is required. Yeah, I, I've also thought about that a like, lot. Like removing a need. Hey, you have surplus time. You have surplus health. This is the supernatural one, right? Yeah, this is the supernatural okay, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the ability I'd like to wake up with that most people have, but I've just been unable to attain. You'd like to wake up with the not need for sleep? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty weird. Um, I guess I would just never wake up because I never went to sleep. <laughs> yeah. I, the paradox. I, I really want that so bad. It's just like, I mean, I'm, I'm, have very bad sleep i have for most of my life but it's it's not the end of the world it's just something that i kind of wrestled with here and there to get rid of that would be nice right but something that would be like that's borderline superhero you get to just use all of and i'm assuming that you have just kind of like a medium level of energy at worst case scenario and then as you eat well and exercise and stuff and maybe it goes up I honestly i think it's like the same level as my read books thing like yeah. if i could read every book like by a touch i would just go to like a library and i would I, I think that it would be similar. Like yeah. sleep gives you like a lot of more active time and like books give you a lot of like passive like knowledge. I think in both scenarios, we both go insane because we've experienced more than the human brain. I would listen to that of. podcast. <laughs> it's two way more interesting versions of us that die after episode three. It, 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 we've lived four million lives. <laughs> Do you think you'd have to be like cautious about how many books you absorbed? I would be afraid of touching some books. That would yeah. be the that would be the downside. It would be like, what if somebody wants to like feed me with like this really hateful book? Right? Yeah. Oh, somebody threw that at me. <laughs> yeah, 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 and then I touch it, and then I'm like, oh god, mind comp. And for the less supernaturally ability, I would probably lean towards like honestly something pretty similar. It would be either physiologically being capable of more consistent sleep. Yeah. Thus reducing fatigue, thus reducing mind fog. Just like a, a nice domino effect on the rest yeah, of my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's something that I can I can achieve with with a lot of work. But that's I I'm in the same boat with my with mine, which is like it's it's a journey. We just want the shortcut. Yeah, I don't enjoy the journey of that thing. And it's a like, thing you have we have to do, right? Because we want that world and we have to pay that down, but wouldn't it be nice sure. if we could just, you know, if you had enough money to retire tomorrow, like it's not going to change as much of your life as you think it would. Exactly. But it would be a nice cushion. It right? would be a game changer. Yeah, it would allow yeah, yeah. you to pursue the things that were otherwise more valuable to you, like, okay, if I no longer have to be tired like two days out of the week, yeah. then I can spend that time that I would have been spending tired achieving things that I really, really care about. Another good example would be like, 
I mean, there's a reason that I didn't say immediately become a maestro at the piano. I've been learning the piano for about a year now, and I really enjoy it. And every time I get a little bit better, I get a little boost of, of catharsis. You know, right, like, right. Hey, I'm growing, development, human beings, build yeah. fire, build wheels, like that lizard brain part yeah, yeah, starts yeah. to flicker. And if I would just say become a maestro, sure, it would be fun to play music with people, and it would be fun to have an amazing time as a very talented musician. But that's like not outside the realm of possibility and I enjoy the process. Yeah. Something like, you know, uh, getting a better diet. I, I would just rather just have the better diet. Yeah. yeah I can yeah. just get that right now because I don't totally. enjoy changing it. Totally. I think in a lot of ways, uh, not needing to sleep is like waking up and having enough money to retire because <laughs> like a lot of your, other than the fact that work can sap your energy, you like in both of those, the time that you would be spent spending working is like negated. Sure. You know what I mean? By the time you wouldn't be. The time yeah, you're yeah, pursuing exactly, things exactly. you care about. Yeah. I want that so bad. Okay. Let's go. Let's retire right now. What's the next one? What's Venmo the next one? Venmo has $100,000 each. That's not really enough to retire, but... <laughs> <laughs> but do it anyway. For now. I'm Venmo at Jarvis. <laughs> Certainly not for the rest of my life. Um, number three. Yes. The, the final. Dangerous and fearsome question of all. This one I'm actually most excited about to see the pen pals from because... Uh, You'll see why. The fans okay. are going to have to project in an interesting way, and I want to know what their interpretations of us are. <laughs> this It's like this Twitter message is shouting at me. <laughs> they have to project. To- <laughs> yeah, sorry. It'll be in block capitals in yeah, bold. Yeah, yeah, How yeah. did they even do that on Twitter? Um, name three things that you and your partner slash podcast host, weird that they put that in the New York Times article. Yeah, it was wow. weird. It says Jordan Cope. Oh, that's very specific. And this is sent directly to my email. It has... <laughs> picture of my home from the outside okay so this guy knows where it's, I live. it's a photo of us in a position we've never been in <laughs> uh sounds like me but um and the, que- the question but, um, is uh yeah name three things that you and your partner have in common oh oh well this one's easy mm. now like, i'm how- gonna outlaw <laughs> Okay, yeah, I feel like you have Two to... very specific arenas, one being our racial background, or at least interpretation of our racial yeah. background, and the other being our birthday, which I, who, oh, g- dear listener Sarah Lamb very recently found out that I, we have the same birthday. Oh, how did she for react? anybody that doesn't know this, yeah, well, this so is basically for the, record, the reason the show exists. Yeah, Jordan and I have had a special kinship since we met because of... Oh, the similarities that we had it like yeah is that does that is that consistent with your experience because you know we are and i just learned specifically the other half of my like racial background recently but we're both half black and half british yeah it is downright spooky i and, almost didn't want to see the 23 and me results because like no 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 please it'll yeah. just make us closer yeah and uh and and we also were both born on may 5th yeah so to be crystal clear because you mentioned you're not sure how much this wigs me out every single morning i wake up i take a shower i brush my teeth and then i scream in the mirror for the existential dread that it gives me that we have the same birthday and racial background yeah and i mean like we've also uh other things that i'm going to outlaw uh like we have similar styles to a degree yeah like we will we have more than once showed up at work wearing the same outfit and that just gets weird for everyone and as far as you know that's coincidental and i'm not watching you weird it's that email has a live webcam feed. <laughs> Registered to me. I kind of screwed up on that part. <laughs> you emailed this to yourself. You're the mastermind. Yeah. Uh, I tell you what, Jarvis, since we're wrapping up anyway, how about we each just throw one thing at one another? 
okay. thing that we, we see to be similar. And the reason I'm so excited for people to write about this one is I want people to identify three things. Uh, I think public tweet would be a fun way of doing it. So okay. it's up to you. But if you want to just shout out at the at Sad Boys Pod Twitter account and just say the three things that you think you share with either of us, like two oh, for me, Jarvis, one for me. That's cool. Whatever you like. Yeah, three for each. That'll make us feel closer to the listeners as well because I want to know what we have in common. Yeah. And it can be like, feel free to project too. Just say like, oh, um, just like Jordan, I also love this video game that I have never mentioned talking about on the podcast. But like, if you think <laughs> Was I it like Burnout it. Burnout Paradise? Sorry, that's enough. <laughs> the fans know how much I love Burnout Paradise. Okay. Um, but like, yeah, if, you, if there's anything that you think might not be true, but you have a hunch about, dude, throw it out there. We'll confirm yeah, what Yeah, that would be so much fun. That'd be really fun. Ideally, I want every single fan of the show to tweet out and discover that we all share a birthday. I feel like we honestly, like, let's just go through more of the similarities. Uh, sure. Similar taste in music. Mm-hmm. We do have a different-ish taste in music, but um, similar taste in me- com- comedy. I would, actually, just to jump back to music, I would say that we have a similar experience with music. That's true. Where yeah. we both identified very heavily with, kind of in a funny inverse, yeah. with the uh, racial identity that we most identified with and the music associated with that. Yeah. Like, you gravitated towards rap initially. Yeah, And yeah, I yeah. identified towards rock initially. Yeah, And yeah, then yeah. we sort of inverted at maybe puberty oh, time yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And true. I fell into hip-hop from, like, age 10 plus, And yeah. then you transitioned over to a lot of... Uh, traditionally white rock and roll kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's, and now I feel like a lot of the stuff I'm really into is like people with who are exactly half black and half white. There's yeah. something weird about that. Like I, I I, identify with that for some reason, you know? Are you a big Logic fan? Uh, did you know that Logic is half black? <laughs> wow. That's a, who that's can a, relate? That's a, Me! <laughs> that's a... That's a logic community joke. Yes. Um, because uh, people who like to make fun of logic point out how he always talks about that. Yep. I, um, logic, I, okay, high level, I love logic. I, just as a, as a existence. The music software, yeah. Uh, I love logic, the music software. No, I love, I love logic, the person in, in the rapper. And I think that even if in his music, I have, I, I, I wax and wane a bit. Uh, I like his mixtapes a lot. I don't love a lot of his like more recent projects, but at the same time, I, I still listen and I still um, am into them because I want more people like him. Yeah. Successful. Like he has such a good message and he's such a positive goofy dude. Um, and that just makes me so happy. I'm so I'm just so happy for him. So he's a person who I like want to succeed. Absolutely. I mean, I'm not the world's biggest Logic fan. I've I've never listened past like half of a single album at a time. It's never yeah, quite yeah. captured me. But that's yeah, more yeah. like an instrumentation and tonal thing. It's yeah, not like yeah. a uh, his background or his message or his yeah, truth yeah, yeah. that I don't agree with. I, I totally agree with it. Um, one thing that I get really inspired by whenever I think about Logic, which I do every night before I close my eyes. Yeah, it's true. Um, it's, it's, well, every morning you scream about our similarities. About the, the similarities. Every night you, you, you close your eyes thinking about I Logic. I shed a single tear and I go, did you know it was biracial? <laughs> did you know? <laughs> and I uh, fall Also, asleep. J. Cole went platinum with no features. <laughs> Good night. <world. laughs> I, J. Cole's another one I love. Uh, Nicki Minaj was number one without an album of her own. <laughs> yeah. I just go to sleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and uh, Drake was nominated for a Grammy with a mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like to recap the latest music news. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this is we're talking about shit from 2010 <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's a hot new kid on the block called Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> I'm really behind. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can only do one headline. Has anyone heard night. of Ja Rule? <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with these kids from Liverpool? <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, I'd say... Is that a Beatles reference? Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> I had to represent, you know. That's how black I am, that I had to double check that it was a Beatles reference. Um, <laughs> I'm so white, I was like, Eminem, he's a black rapper, right? He's one of the cool ones. <laughs> he's brown on the inside, and you know, the colors of the rainbow on the outside. Yeah, it's interesting that Eminem, a man often accused of co-opting black culture, not that I think that's entirely accurate, I think it represents his culture just fine, but it's a medium most often associated with black backgrounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also chose a nickname reflective of a candy that's black on the inside. Yeah, 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 well, I mean, like, that was his thing. That was, like, what he... Like, he grew up in that culture, and, yeah. like, I think that he was, like, given that um, nickname by other people. Kind it's of pretty the, baller, Marshall. Like, remember in the, the Blackness episode when we talked about uh, Oreos, you know? Yeah. Hey, Marshall, come on the show. Let me tell you how much I didn't like your latest record. <laughs> I'm sure that'll make for a great episode. I still would love to have him on. I just, I just have so many. I, we would give him an interview. He would never. One thousand. He would never uh, escape have, from. We would. Love he would never off. escape from. <laughs> he would become um, our Eminem. Jordan, we didn't really choose a similarity, but I think it's because we have so many, and I think it's more interesting to talk about our differences, which we did do today. Yes, most definitely. And if you have a weird similarity that you think you share with us, or, hey, actually, now that you've said that, if you have, like, a really distinct difference, too, like, if we've made allusions to certain political alignments that you don't drive with, and you have, like, some interesting perspective on it, I don't just want, like, no. Yeah. Bernie sucks. Like, I, yeah. I don't want that. I want, like, actually, you sort of uh, offhandedly suggest that you believe this. I have all of this data information suggesting this. And yeah, this we're, we're like strong opinions, weekly held kind of people. I think <laughs> yeah. we're always, like, open. We're open-minded. And I think that that's, like, the way that I always want to be in the world because I don't want to pretend like I know the answers to everything. Like, feel free to convince me otherwise. Hit me up. I've learned, like fundamentally or like things that have altered my fundamental worldview in like the last two weeks and that'll happen every couple weeks somebody will suggest something i'll go no way nice try and then they'll prevent just like a tiny amount of real data and i'll go oh shit that actually changes Uh, well everything i guess i don't shower anymore (laughs) that was the latest one i saw oh right right Well, Sorry now you just take that. baths. <laughs> yeah, I only lie. I lie down in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> dry, they're called dry showers. <laughs> I have a series of hair blowers that I fire at myself <laughs> until I am clean. Young Jarvis. Yes. That was the whole show. That was the whole podcast. That's a whole sad boys. Another one? When are they going to stop? I don't know. A thousand years from now. A thousand years from now. We are attached to the Hadean contract. <laughs> the, the Hadean contract. <laughs> For all time. Along with Sisyphus, I think that's Greek, who knows. Anyway, if you are a fan of the show, uh, we're both pretty tired. <laughs> I'm sorry we're, to uh, we're both pretty tired. Real quick, before we close out, want to give a shout out. To, Big shout out. To our main man, Kyle Marshall. The kid, Kyle. Who made a video about social anxiety inspired by the Sad Boys. It's literally just... Everything you could have hoped for from a Sad Boys episode, but better, shorter, and with a cooler person. I mean, head over to the Kyle Marshall on Twitter and check out this video. Kyle makes really awesome videos, and he's very prolific. It's quite inspiring. He makes like very consistently good, consistently released videos. Yeah, Kyle I, Marshall, you are an inspiration. I know it's freaking gold. Because <laughs> I do neither. <laughs> I know it's ridiculous. I think he like posted when he put out like six hundred sixty-six YouTube videos, and I was like, "What? Oh my god!" And he finally summoned. <laughs> it's Jordanius Copius again. The, yeah, the Hadian contract. No, a thousand more years of podcast. <laughs> Uh, big shout out to Kyle. We love you, Kyle Marshall. You are a day one, a day one sad boys fan. Yes. And we love you for it. Thank you. And we're sorry for it. 
<laughs> Thank you, and we're sorry. Um, I want to give a little extra love also to our lady Bri Bri. I feel like I didn't say that nearly enough when you read the message. It's really, really neat that she sent in such a cool and insightful message. Sad Brie. You gotta let us know what happens next. Big fan of Brie Brie. Uh, outside of that, Jarvis, where can people get some more sad boys if this wasn't enough? People can get some more sad boys in your feeds. Open up your podcast app right now and scroll down. Whoa, there's ah. so many other episodes <laughs> oh there. God. Um, Wait, not that one. That one's bad. Scroll down. No, yeah. That one's okay. It's sure. pretty good. I had that great bit, do you remember? Yeah, the, but yeah. the audio quality was... Mm. Yeah, a little iffy on that one. So maybe scroll up. That one, golden. If you could recommend an episode, Jarvis, what would it be? A Ooh, recent one. A recent one would be Social Anxiety with Lauren Shippen. Social Anxiety was really fun. Uh, crying with Mayuko is a classic. <laughs> a classic cry. Uh, what was the other episode with Mayuko? Oh, where are you, Where really, are you from? really from? That one of the OG favorites? That's one of the OG episodes. Um, if you want more Sad Boys content, we tweet from sad boys pod on twitter we facebook from facebook.com slash sad boys pod we email at <laughs> sure is that how it goes yep that's where I'm, that's how i'm going to this we email we email at sad boys pod at gmail.com and take a peek and tell you what if you haven't tried saying sad boys into a mirror three times something might happen i don't know unconfirmed yeah who knows and if you leave us a five-star review on itunes Something might happen. I, honestly, I don't want to spoil the surprise. Something amazing it's happens. It's pretty fucking lit. And you'll feel it immediately. The second you hit enter, the rush of endorphins will take over and you'll be like, this is the greatest drug I've ever experienced. And the rush of in dolphins. Will, we will send dolphins to your home. That's send, the surprise. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The rush of... It's a huge crime. <laughs> it's, it's unfortunate, but it's a small price to pay <laughs> for your five-star review. For lightly incentivizing a small task that our fans have done. We, uh, we actually did do a deal with the, with the devil and it's to control Aquaman. <laughs> so we now get to control the dolphins as a result. Young Jarvis, but what if I just want you specifically? What if I'm like, okay, this show's great. I really hate about 50% of it. Right. I only want the cool guy how do i find jarvis uh, it's, it's cute that you think you contribute 50 percent of the show uh because i look at the waveforms and boy does jarvis talk a lot <laughs> if you want to hear more from me uh I'm, if you want to hear more from waveform the kid <laughs> waveform the boy i'm uh i'm available at twitter.com slash jarvis I can be found on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash Jarvis Johnson, Instagram, Magic Jarvis, but they all link to each other, so you'll figure it out. Jordan, where can we find our sweet boy? Uh, you can find your sweet boy, Jordan Adika, Jordan A-D-I-K-A, one word. Dad? That's that pretty good, right? <laughs> that was not horrible. You're a you're a, a southern authority. You yeah, can tell yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was, was pretty... That, I do declare. I do declare. <laughs> you may find me at that address. Uh, outside of that, I don't really do a lot on Instagram, but I'm trying to get better at it. So if yeah. you want to follow me there and message me if I don't do anything, that'd be greatly appreciated. One final teaser I want to give out on the show. Okay. Is that something is happening. I am starting a thing. No spoilers. But get excited for a thing in the coming months. The the gears are in motion. Same. It's not video essays, but it is neat. Uh, same. Get excited. Uh, I'm gonna be trying to put out some more some more YouTube stuff. Um, You've I been mean, very consistent lately. I have been. You're, uh, you're almost a Kyle Marshall of yourself. I, you know, I'll never. I, it'll take me roughly a thousand years to reach <laughs> to reach that level. But I training I, under his tutelage. I'm trying. I'm trying. Um, yeah, I might do a thing where I, I I produce even more frequently on YouTube. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But um, in the meantime, please support me over there if you can help a brother out. 
Who's this now? Hi, uh, this is me. Oh god, he's back. It's I really dude. I don't like this guy at all. We don't get along. All right, as is customary on sad He's slowing down. <laughs> Boys. Oh my god, there's steam coming out of his ears. Jarvis, wake up. Ah. As is customary on Sad Boys, we like to end it with a special phrase. Jordan? Yeah. You gonna join me on this one? Um let me check with my publicist one second. And the publicist is my cat, and she says, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Do you mind if I bring in the Norse god to do this one? Uh, I mean, be my guest. We love you! And we're sorry! <laughs> boo, 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 boo. <laughs> oh, dear! Yeah, I don't want to host with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Was that okay? Okay. <laughs>